are very good with their freebies. Like even if you go to like a mom and pop shop that's like K-pop, they'll give you freebies too. Like somebody, I went to a store in um, San, in Fremont or San Jose. It's in the Bay Area, and um, they gave me uh, they gave me a poster for free. They gave me the pre-order benefits for free. Welcome to the Crossing It Off Podcast, where we believe living with intention through a bucket list lifestyle is a great way to bring yourself personal joy. As you are crossing items off your list, you're actually filling up your bucket. The more items you cross off, the more joy gets added, until eventually your joy spills over into the lives of those around you. My name is Roger Williams, and as the host of this show, I will be interviewing guests, people just like you, that are crossing items off their own bucket list. My hope is that by hearing these stories, you will be inspired and empowered to cross items off your own bucket list. When you find something impactful for your journey, we invite you to share the episode with one other person and leave an honest rating or review of the show. This is an amazing way for you to gift those feelings of inspiration and joy to others. Now let's start crossing it off together. Welcome everybody to another episode of Crossing Off Podcast. I am super curious about my next guest and her experience, and I am just excited that she's here. She describes herself as someone that loves concerts, sound checks, and high touch experiences with her favorite artists. We're going to talk all about that. Geet Donata is here with us. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is going to be fun, Geet. Uh, so tell us, what did you cross off your list? I crossed off have a VIP K-pop concert experience. Okay, so we're talking about going to see shows. I like that already. Um, Explain to folks maybe who don't know, what is K-pop? So K-pop is the acronym for Korean pop music. Okay. I know it's getting more popular and more popular. First thing I think of is BTS, but there are so many other groups besides that. How did you first get involved in being a fan since you had a VIP experience? We know you're a super fan probably. <laughs> so so how did you get involved? When did, when did this fandom happen for you? So I got into K-pop when I was doing my bachelor's degree. Around that time, my sister kind of showed it to me while she was doing hers um as well so she showed me some music and then one of my co-work well she was classmate slash colleague because we worked for the student newspaper together and she was always playing it so I'm like you know I'm like it's kind of catchy kind of mm-hmm. catchy and then I started like looking into groups with um GOT7 being the first group that I listened to and after that I was like okay I'm stuck in this now there's no way out. okay so, so you're in the United States right I am. I'm from California. Okay. So, well, California is closer, closer to Korea than maybe New York City, but so are you Korean or is, or? No, I'm Punjabi. I'm okay. Korean, so, yeah. And so, and so my immediate, like, like I, I have a friend in a band in Israel and I love their music. I don't speak Hebrew. I don't understand Hebrew, but I, I love listening to them play. They're super awesome. So what was that like for you trying, is, is most of their music in English or is it, Korean and how does that work for you as a fan trying to get into the music? So um, when I first started a lot of it was Korean. Um, They do have like English words thrown in the lyrics here and there but nowadays there's English full like full English albums or full English songs that come out. Um, I know one of my favorites right now 17 whose concert I actually just went to on the 14th of August and they have a full English song that's called Darling. 
which is like um, they ex- explain it as a love letter to their fans. That's awesome. Cool. It being in California, how many sh- how many shows have you seen? Is it do the, do these bands regularly show up on the West Coast, or how does that work? You know, I think I'm really blessed to be in California because <laughs> California has LA, which everybody kind of just goes to LA. Sure. But in total, if I counted correctly, I've been to nine K-pop concerts, and I've only been to K-pop concerts. I've actually not been to any other. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> that is so cool. And so what was the attraction for you? What what brought, I mean, you had friends that introduced it to you, but what, what was that thing that drew you into wanting to be a fan and explore this certain genre more? The dancing. If you ever watch like a K-pop mm. video or you watch like the concert or anything, as a person that loves dancing, I've been dancing since like I was very little to like now. And I think just finding that common ground right there and being like, oh, you know, I want to try it, you know, um, not necessarily copy their choreography, but trying to see if I can do it. And it kind of gives you like that workout, but you're having fun. Mm. And like, you also get to meet new friends along the way. So dancing definitely did it. And um, I think a lot of the members in groups that I like, it's usually like my favorite member is the main dancer because K-pop is broken down to like main rapper, main vocal, main dancer. Uh, And that's, yeah, that's one of the, one of the main reasons. And so again, I go back to like my BTS reference. Like that's, that's like the only band I know being 52 (laughs) and white, I'm pretty square. So that's the only one I've really gotten to know. Are there, are there different varieties of k-pop or is it all like boy bands or there are there girl groups or there mixed groups there's there's mixed groups there's girl groups there's um oh my god there's a code card card that's what i'm talking about there's a code group called card uh my favorite girl group is blackpink um i have heard of them okay so i I know know blackpink (laughs) you know my favorite k-pop like alt bias is so basically an old bias is the number one person that you like love this person and that okay. is MK from Astro and my old group is 17 and Astro as okay. well as got seven because without got seven I would have never known K-pop and so where do you you know in, in my day we turn on MTV and we watch videos and that's how we we found music how do you find these groups? What, what kind of resources do you use to like hear the music, see the music and, and get into it? You know, this is very funny. Um, I actually got in through Twitter and Twitter, there's a lot of like fan wars. And um, <laughs> at that time I was just like, kind of, you know, like you said, like you kind of find out through other groups. And I had a lot of like multis is what we call people that like different groups in K-pop stand Twitter world. And I had a lot that were BTS fans. And at that time, when it really started, they were always like arguing with another fandom called XOLs. And I was like, okay, who's EXO? And then I went over and I just just fell in love with EXO. And I'm just like, why why all this hate? So a lot of groups actually found through like people arguing about a group. And I'm just like, bro, what? Like, this is such a good group. Like, why are you arguing over this? We can like everything. I'm like, a, I love XO. Yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge professional wrestling fan. I don't talk about it too much, but but there's multiple different, you know, 
companies out there and so many yeah. times people get like oh, i just like wwe or just like AEW, and so Me just too. like i like wwe too yeah but you can <laughs> like it all you can like it all you don't have to you know it, it's, it's okay it's just yeah. for fun <laughs> so yeah that's cool all right so how many shows have you gone to uh nine nine and and yeah. so in that you've you talk about the beginning of the show that you crossed off having a vip experience what does that mean to have a vip experience um so different companies do vip experiences in different ways some of them will do like sound check and some of them will do sound check and you'll get exclusive like merch line like you get to cut the line and some of them will do like a group photo some of them will do um like a high touch experience so the most recent one that I had was just the sound check experience. And that was with a group called TXT. And um, that's shortened for Tomorrow Bite Together. And that was the first sound check experience that I had. And it was just one of the most memorable experiences, especially because they did a song called Cat and Dog. So everybody in sound check is just barking. because, <laughs> And you're just like, oh my God, never so. Yeah, okay. Definitely memorable too. Nice. The excitement in your voice is awesome. It sounds like this brings you joy, and I, I love that part of this. So, so explain like, is that like a normal ticket? Is it something I can get on Ticketmaster, or do you have to like go in a lottery to to get a sound check ticket, or what is that that portion of actually like getting to that point of having that VIP ticket? What is that like? Um. So for me. I was actually work. I, so I work as a, at that time, um, in a district office. So I worked for worked for a school district, and I told them uh, I was like, hey, you know, tickets are going on sale today, and I'm like, I'm so professional. I'm just like, hey, listen, I'm taking my break later because I got to buy tickets. <laughs> Hop on, and TXT is like a really, really big kind of group. You know, they're very well known, so tickets were flying. What I did was even after my break, I kind of left the screen on and tickets just popped up that were VIP. Like my sister wanted to see the group. So I was like, okay, let's just get tickets. Whatever tickets we get, we get, right? And VIP just happened to pop up and I was like, all right, mine. <laughs> and, are there, and is that experience more expensive to, to, to get a sound check like that? Or is it, yes. you know, it, and it must be pretty exclusive when you were at the sound check, how many people, you know, fan wise were, were probably in the, in the space? Uh, there was quite a few. Um, I do have like a YouTube channel. It's called Sincerely Gate where I do like my K-pop um, videos. So I kind of logged that experience and it didn't like, it wasn't like a lot of people, but it wasn't like a little bit of people either. So I would say there was like quite a few. Okay. Not maybe like a quarter of the arena. Okay. That's, that's a good number of people. So you get there is, do you get to sit anywhere or is it like you have to go to your seat? No, you go to your seat because okay. um, just to kind of answer your question earlier, tickets are bought on access as a signed seat or Ticketmaster as an assigned seat. So you'll just go to your seat which is um which is why we aim to go to seated concerts more because standing and um vip standing is always just being pushed around being shoved around so it's better to just have that concert experience where you're going to enjoy yourself and so how much earlier sound check which means they're 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 checking their equipment and how how that goes but that's how much earlier do you have to get to the show to see the sound check well 
sound check really depends it, it is usually an hour or so before the actual show but groups they have different ways of doing things and k-pop concerts they have um a lot of people like a lot of fans including myself who would indulge in um freebies so we give freebies we trade freebies uh we get freebies and it's just like um like for kind of the last concert i went to for 17 there were people giving out keychains bracelets um someone had made like tote bags so and you just you know they're giving them out for free because it's like hey you're like the same people that i like so i know you're gonna love what i'm making sounds like a good community to be a part of if you're a fan uh, it sounds like people are, are cool to one another that's good geet so how many songs did they do during the sound check was it was it was it just an extra songs that they, they came out and played a couple or did they actually did it seem like they were actually doing a sound check where they're checking the equipment and stopping and or did they just run through a couple of songs for for special fans um so if i remember correctly because it's been a while they did three songs and they kind of paused in between each song to interact with the fans okay yeah How, and what was that like what did they do to interact with the fans um just like some q a some fun stuff kind of introduce themselves okay yeah. that's the, the q a probably was a lot of fun so after you've done you know we have experiences when we go to concerts i know i do I think one of my things is that i usually wind up liking the opening band and like wanting to leave is <laughs> something that happens to me when you did the sound check what after it was done, how did you feel? What was it? Was it worth doing? Was it something that you like? Oh, wow, every concert I go to now, I'm gonna to have to do this. What were you feeling when you were done with the sound check? I'll be honest, I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Here at the Crossing It Off podcast, we are passionate about inspiring you in your bucket list lifestyle and empowering you to live out your list. We offer many resources to assist you in your bucket list journey, such as web resources in the show notes, bucket list mentoring services, my book, Live Out Your Lists, a private Facebook group for you to share your bucket list success stories with others and more. All of these can be found at crossingitoffpodcast.com. Find the resource that fits your need so that you can live out your list. Now back to the show. <laughs> I live about five, so five, six hours away from Los Angeles and we were driving. Uh-huh. So um, after soundcheck, everybody kind of actually just went to eat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, you know, um, I think like maybe like a handful of people probably stayed, but everybody else kind of went, kind of went back out, hang, hung out with like the friends that didn't get like VIP tickets. Um, everybody was like eating. So like the arena the bottom of the microsoft theater it was kind of full just like everybody chit-chatting and eating was it do you feel like it was worth the experience would you do it again um so for me i definitely think that see i say this to every k-pop concert especially 17 if if you are not a k-pop fan and you want to go to a concert please go to 17 because the way they treat their like that ticket is actually like worth that VIP experience. Not saying TXT wasn't, but 17 literally give you the mic to sing along with them for people to have VIP. Nice. So and I'm just like one day, that is like, I'm like, I need to do that one day. Just bottom. I need to be a towards the bottom. Okay. And so you, you talked a little bit, I think either before we we got in the air, but you, you talked, there's a difference between like going to a sound check 
and going to what you say is a high touch event. What are the two differences uh, between those? Okay, so centric is what happens normally before the concert. Mm-hmm. And the high touch can happen before or after, depending on the company, depending on the group. And high touch is when you actually get to like meet the group, but it goes by really fast because you're kind of just high-fiving, <laughs> high-fiving um, them. And you have to be very quick in how you uh, say things. Okay. But I remember like my first uh, sound check on, um, was with Stray Kids, Microsoft Theater, May 17, 2019. And I just kind of remember like one of the members, his name is Felix. He's, um, he's one of the Australian members. And I just told him something and the way his face just lit up hearing it. <laughs> like I have that like picture just in my mind now. And I think that's kind of something that makes it very, very um, memorable. And it makes you want to like go see them again. The high touch sounds really cool. Uh, is there, was there any limitations that you have when you, when you do that? I mean, can you, can you like a, like hug the people and kiss them or like what's what's that like no 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 you can't um if you have a group picture there's a chance you might be able to hug them but high touch you can't even do you can't even record high touch nothing no (laughs) it's for you for your memories Um, yeah but wouldn't they want to promote themselves by all those instagram moments that, that they could produce through that i mean that just seems like that's a missed opportunity to me you know what? I I wish you could record high touch myself. Um, <laughs> but there's people that do it. There's people that bend the rules a little bit, but you're not allowed to. And you'll like, you know, with as fast as security is telling you, like, move it, move it. As soon as you enter security is already telling you to move it. Right. So it's quick, but you know, you have to like kind of know what you want to say to the, the guys or the girls, um, like before that curtain is like you're inside. Mm. it sounds like you still had a great experience and that's cool yeah i did and i got to meet them twice you know so not only on like may 17th 2019 but then again in february 16th 2020 both straight kids for high touch if you had to choose between (laughs) the sound check and the high touch you know don't worry about which group it is because that would probably influence your answer (laughs) but but if you had to choose between doing the sound check and doing the high touch which one would you choose I mean, if I'm like front row, I would say Soundcheck, but high touch more, um, more over than Soundcheck because you do get that regardless of what VIP section you're in, you're going to meet them. Okay. That makes good sense. That's a fair answer. That's a fair answer. (laughs) So, so if I, you know, if I magically became a huge K-pop fan, but I never gone to a show and I said, and I said, you know, what is something I need to make sure I do? And it, it could be any one of these experiences or it could be something else about the K-pop concerts and, and the community involved. But if, you, if I said, okay, I'm going to go to a show, again, besides the artists, because I know you have favorites, but <laughs> what is the, what's the one thing you'd say, oh, you've got to do this. What's that this? You have to learn the fan chance because K-pop is one big concert party. And hold, hold, hold on a second like i'm at a soccer game doing hooligan chants is that what no you're actually chanting part of like so with k-pop groups they have set aside um like a part of the lyrics or uh something that'll happen after a lyric says said where the fans are chanting it so 
even like the group name. So when God Seven, let's say, we'll start a song, right? We'll be like J B Mark Jackson, Park Jin Young, Choi Young J, Ben Ben, Kim Yoo Kyung, God Seven, and then the song starts right then and there because, and it'll start the first word because they'll have it timed out to um, match certain points in the song. So when a song is released, there's a chance, 100% chance that a um, fan chat guide, usually done by the artist, will be uh, will be uploaded on YouTube. So they so they let you know in advance what that's going to be. Yeah. So it's like I- a homework assignment. It's like <laughs> a concert's coming up, and you will see this on Twitter or Instagram. Like, oh my god, I haven't even learned the fan chants. Oh my <laughs> god. Like, so that's- it's very loud, very party party mode. Yeah, having not experienced it myself, it's I, I probably you're you're almost convincing me Geet, to to go to a show because um, I love it when when musicians interact with their audience. Yeah, yeah, just getting up there and playing the song, you know, I could sit at home and listen to it on Spotify. I'm not yeah. interested in that. I, I want to feel like I've had an experience. It's one of the reasons I love Coldplay, right? Because yeah. you go to a Coldplay show, it, you know, it's just immersive. And so that's what this sounds like. And you're almost getting me, you know, almost moving me to, to do this. So I put it, <laughs> put it on my own bucket list, uh, something I probably need to do. And I'm in Seattle, so I, I may have some chances with that. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so this is just so fascinating to me. Gee, what is the next thing that you want to cross off your list? Um, so the next thing is uh, to host a cup sleeve event for K-pop fans from around the area of California, which I'm from, which is Central California. And the aim is to hold it on December 3rd. Okay, so let's go back. What is this event you want to host? So a cup sleeve event is basically held for almost all K-pop groups. And it's usually held for like a debut um, or like a thousand days that they've been active, 2000 days they've been active, a group member's birthday um, album release. But for me and my friend, we want to do it to have people from Central California kind of meet up because all of a sudden you're seeing this pop, this wave of people from the area that are like like K-pop. And I'm just like, dude, I thought there was only three of us. (laughs) So so December 3rd, um, we're going to, aim to host it at quickly in Sherlock, California. So what does that event look like? So that's kind of just fans. Um, you know, like how you get like a warm drink, like a coffee or something, and they have like mm-hmm. that sleeve around it. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what a cup sleeve event is, is basically everybody kind of gets together. They, um, they go and they get that sleeve on their like boba drink or on their smoothie or whatever you're buying. You uh, get to meet new people. You get to interact with them, kind of learn more about them. And the recent one that I went to was ATs in San Jose before their album had just come out. And so, so who, who provides the sleeves? We, well, we do it for donations, through donations. Okay. Yeah. And you get them made, but then the, the rest of the fans kind of pitch in and make that happen? Yeah. So the fans that want to be there, they'll like, um donate like five dollars ten dollars or whatever and and do those become like collectible items at some level yes yes or at least or at least memorabilia for yourself right i mean yeah yeah. and there's reviews there too 
like k-pop fans are very good with their freebies like even if you go to like a mom and pop shop that's like k-pop they'll give you freebies too like somebody i went to a store in um san in fremont or san jose it's in the bay area and um they gave me uh they gave me a poster for free they gave me the pre-order benefits for free and then the store in sacramento she always gives the pre-order benefits for free too wow that's a, that, that sounds like a great I'm all about community so yeah. this is this is awesome for me I, I love when people build community and sustain community and it sounds like this fandom really does that and and is probably pretty inclusive so I, I love all those things Geek, tell us where we can find more information about you and maybe k-pop especially you know, make sure you tell us about your youtube channel so that people can um, see your vlogs from your experience so um, I'm very big on mental health and therefore my YouTube kind of combines um, mental cool. health and K-pop. So it's like 80s moments for a bad day video, B2B moments for a bad day, uh, GOT7 moments for a bad day, 17 moments for a bad day, Astro moments for like a bad day, like everything. And so that channel is called Sincerely Geek. Okay. And where else do you have? And you can find me on Twitter at Sincerely Geek or, um, well, that's like my personal. I kind of just do whatever on there. But if you want my K-pop Twitter, it's M Hyung Juni. So it's kind of based off MJ. So Myung Juni. So M Hyung Juni. Awesome. We yeah. will, I will put all those in the show notes. Uh, this is a fascinating subject. I greatly appreciate you being on here. And uh, I hope more people get into this experience uh, regardless of their age. And I think that that's awesome. Geet, thank you so much for being here. And I do want to say, uh, once again, if you ever, I've been to nine different K-pop concerts. And if you, um, I've been to BTS. I've been to like so many concerts, you know, like, um, but the way 17 is, regardless of where you're sitting, you're going to have, <laughs> The best time of your life so i, I would say got seven too but got seven second after right now <laughs> you, are you, you're starting you're trying to start a twitter war on my podcast i think that's what you're trying no to no i'm not trying to start a twitter war it's just like, <laughs> watch the content people you'll, you'll see why i say 17. Gee, thanks so much for being here thank you i had so much fun